You're listening to Into the Blender with your hosts, Chooch and Viv. You can hear us discussing topics ranging from co-parenting a blended family to gaming to media reviews. Or whatever shiny object catches our eye that day. Your heart's beating for me. I'm just waiting to see. Where's the line that you would draw beyond me? And never let me be. But it really doesn't matter at all. With their lies. It is lies. Great, I think I just spilled <laughs> shake out of my mouth. <laughs> Perfect timing. Sounds about right. So this is the second time you've heard this song tonight, huh, Chooch? Yeah, it was interesting. We went and saw Andrew's game. And uh, you, we were separated. And as I was walking down the hallway, I noticed music was playing. And it was this song, which was on our wedding CD. we had so many funny coincidences that we decided that we just really wanted to uh, we just really wanted to kind of hang out with everybody (laughs) I'm guessing that'll uh, get it immediately kicked off of YouTube crisscross crisscross Good thing we don't care about such things. How many times is it going to loop? What do you mean? <laughs> I turned it off. I think I had it playing in a window. I'm seeking him out now. Oh. <laughs> nice. I think I had it in three different tabs. <laughs> I think that was all me. You know how I am. So anyways, we we had so many coincidences today on our... 10th wedding anniversary that just technically ended wow 12 39 it took us a lot longer to get ready than we thought it would yeah. huh <laughs> i thought an hour he thought half an hour i knew he was crazy but well usually we know we next do time this, to trust me mm-hmm. peachy's taking care of all the back end technical stuff, yeah so i don't have to do any of the hangout setup or he does the front end and you do all the back end, um, like production and editing, editing and stuff. Now yeah. that isn't that what you've taken mm-hmm. over from him. Yep. Uh, so what we're talking about, hi everybody. We've just been like hanging out all day and chatting and randoming. And so this is, I believe episode, uh, 63, was it 66? <laughs> I just looked it up. I don't recall. It is episode 66 of Into the Blender. It's our first video hangout webcast YouTube insanity that PG Holyfield on our two other podcasts that we are on um, through the hisspecficmedia.com website, um, Beyond the Wall podcast, which is uh, Parsec Award nominated once or twice, Chooch? I believe twice twice and then um we've started another one i think we're up to episode 12 next wednesday uh it's like Mm -hmm. supposed to be weekly where we all sit and we talk about whatever media we're consuming and that's called consumption and we just decided we had so many funny coincidences on this anniversary that we wanted to talk with anybody that was still awake and <laughs> and just see who was wanting to, wanting to hang out and chat and so 
here we are. We were so in love with, we were so excited after we saw Ender's Game. We wanted to talk about that too. We didn't want to have to wait until Wednesday when we talk with PG and the other um, host, Christiana Ellis. So, Chooch, you have to set the um, spoiler parameters once we start talking about <laughs> Ender because I had one feeling. I was like, fuck it, balls deep into a squealing hog. We are going to, <laughs> as, as the Cards Against Humanity card says, mm-hmm. um, just full spoilers and just, sorry, don't listen until after you watch the, show, watch the movie if you want to listen at all. At least if you've read the book. If, if you've read the book, yeah, because we've, We've read the book. We we said on a long ago on an end of the blunder pa- um, podcast episode that we were reading books to each other, and that was the book. That was the first book you chose to read to me, right? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we ever got to the your second choosing, did we? No, 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 no. I had contemplated the first one to be Strange in a Strange Land, but you had already read it. So. Oh, that's true. It was so long ago, though. Still, I'd be interested. And I think. The second I wanted to read was The Diamond Age. Oh. Yeah, but then you went and joined a rock band, and we moved, and things got crazy, and it's been two and a half years since we last posted an episode in our feed. Yeah, um, I just looked at the site. That would have been February 25th, 2011. It must have been 2012, because there's a link to a December 2011 episode of living brew living brewcast okay had to be i guess that's true but that's still a year and a half it would have been two and a half years for 2011 anyways math was episode 65 math at almost one yeah i know i said this is episode 66 now Mm -hmm. you had it right you just weren't sure no i wasn't because this is just silliness on our part (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any of the windows open now since I had weird stuff playing. Is there? I saw Jet in the comments at the earliest, uh, mm-hmm. when, right after, well, earlier when I checked. Is she still around? Yeah. She said Did she you wanna... sees us. <laughs> Do what? She said she sees us, and on the actual event page, or event, Rich Siegfried, it said, with oh. the Nora Jones song playing, it looks like you're trying to get someone to adopt Chooch. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I don't want anybody to adopt Chooch. <laughs> we've put 10 years in. This I'm not starting and stopping and training another guy. I mean, being trained by another guy or whatever. Right, right. Oh, hey. Yes, um, this is... Oh, I did find this. So Rich, our dear friend, podcasting's Rich Sigfrit, says, can you really spoil something that's been around since 1985? Yes. When the movie just opened today, yes, you can. <laughs> because there's there's deviations from the book, like they have to do anytime there's a translation from one medium to another. Um, I, I mean, I thought it was, I, I was crying just moments into the movie. And it just, being the mother of sons that actually, you know, sometimes fears oh my God, one of these wars, they're going to institute the draft again. We have three sons that range in age from 14 to 22. That's a bad age range to have with wars starting up and worrying about the draft. So that movie hit me on a very profound level when when you read it to me. 
mm-hmm. you know, all those years ago. And I fell in love with, with Ender. I fell in love with his sister, Valentine, who we took, um, made par- her name part of Kaylee's name. And uh, it just was, it's it's a huge thing. And I think our love story kind of like uh, Game of Thrones is mm-hmm. and has grown even more so because that was the book that I wanted to read to you. I, I guess I got Cyrano and then you got Ender's Game and then I got Game of, Thrones. Game of Thrones. And that was such a hefty piece of literature that we took a break and then everything went <laughs> haywire. It took a little while to get through it. <laughs> it was wonderful, wasn't it? You just were agog when, when, is it a spoiler to say that Ned was beheaded in season one? We're about to do season four. Fuck that. If that's a spoiler, Nathan Fillion's role. <laughs> I think most people probably have seen the HBO show, if not read the book. Yeah. And if not read the other books, at least this one. Right on. I'm trying to see the comments. I don't usually watch this, but I feel kind of like, I see Jet. I see Jet's. <laughs> well, I see Jet's writing. <laughs> we got an ad on Twitter from Immortal Amazon. Aww. Oh, my God. It's favorite rock and roll couple in real life. Teaches and Vivid Muse, all video-y and such. <laughs> <laughs> And we're not even interrupting like the two or three people we normally chat with either. We're just interrupting each other now. So I'm far more comfortable with that kind of setup. (laughs) (laughs) So you want to talk about some coincidences that we had today that spurred this on before we talk about Ender's Game in case we end up a little spoilery? Sure. By the way, I just went and looked at the video at YouTube, the very, very start of it. It does. I've got some of this blueberry protein shake that I made with chia seeds and it just kind of spilled out of my mouth. I'd just taken a drink. It looks so gross. God damn it. I wish we could edit out like the first second. Please don't. Rich says in response, please don't spoil the end of passion of the Christ. I'm waiting for the novelization. (laughs) Ha ha. No, and and you know what kind of reinforces your first question, um, Rich, is when we were in the theater, it was this weird thing. It wasn't 3D or IMAX or anything like that. We didn't – I I wanted to, but Chooch wisely said, no, no, we're not doing 3D. We're not doing IMAX. We're just going to see it low, you know, the standard def. It wasn't filmed in 3D. It's going to be great. And I'm so glad you decided that because after seeing Gravity in IMAX 3D, yeah. real 3D or whatever it's called, um, last week, I was sick for days. I was off kilter and dizzy and literally spinning out of orbit myself for like four days afterwards with migraines and nausea and all of that. And And then when I was kind of arguing with you, I remembered how hard hitting that emotional story is when you see what these children go through as a part of this situation that they explain in the movie, we can just figure out the spoiler rule in a little bit. (laughs) But, um, the, so we ended up with assigned seating and one of the crazy coincidences that we had was that he just kind of went click, 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 two seats together. Let's go. Come on, load in, grab dinner. Dinner tonight was, popcorn and chocolate chip cookies and Twizzlers and diet Coke from the concession stand. It's it's kind of a, it's kind of how we roll when we go to movies. We just eat dinner as 
like we're children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I and so the seating ended up I ended up being seated in seat number 13 just completely randomly in which I thought that was hilarious. I bent down to silence my phone and it was 8:13 and I said, "God damn it, we have to do something now. This is just too much." But then at the end of the movie, we had just like this, you know, seating reservation thing ended up having me sitting next to a kid that I think was close in age to Jay, who's, um, he's just turned 14, correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. So he, he reminded me of, of Jay. Jay was on my mind a lot. I saw like in, around the eyes on Ender just really reminded me of Jay. And so I think that's why it hit me extra hard. It just, I don't know why it's like the depth of them or the, the way that I feel like they really connect when he looks at you is that kind of thing, that quality that Ender had. Okay. So I, that's why I asked the kid next to us. I was really curious, you know, what he thought of the movie. It was after it was over, it was credits and he was kind of sitting off to the side and his buddies were all chatting. And so I just crazy old lady in a movie theater said, you know, so what did you think of the movie? And he said he really loved it. And I asked if he'd read the book and he said, no. And he said, you know, did, you know, what did I think of it? You know, since I had, and, and I said, I thought that it was a fantastic translation and, that if he enjoyed, really enjoyed it, that, you know, he should consider watching it or I mean, um, reading it. And then the second, the sequel, I don't know, honey, what do you call those sequels? Yeah. No, they're definitely sequels. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. You mean the, uh, Bean's point of view. Right. Yeah. That one. I guess that would be considered a sequel, but there it's, um, it's retold in the exact same time frame from a different, yeah, it's just a different POV. Mm -hmm. It's almost like it's almost done like on Game of Thrones where you can see there's occasionally a situation that happens and you see more than one person's POV on it. And that's always pretty cool. And, and that definitely happens um, if you've you know read Ender's Game, then you probably also and you loved it. If you loved it, then you probably have heard of the story that we're talking about now. It's called In the Shadow. I think it's Ender's Shadow. Ender's Shadow. Um, and that's told from um, Bean, who is a character who also stole my heart. I swear, between Ender and Valentine and Bean, I was just sobbing unconsolably the whole time. Inconsolably? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. So what you got cooking, <laughs> Chooch? I was just clicking around yeah. um, before the question and answer thing. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, we're playing with this stuff um, for the first time, like PG usually manages. So, you know, we're just really being laid back and we're going to end kind of like when we're tired. <laughs> I'm out. No. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Rich had originally posted his comments as questions, so I just cleared them out. If any other questions come up, if you look at the Google Plus event page rather than the YouTube page. It has a little Q&A thing where you can ask questions. Yeah. Um, yeah, PG usually explains that. <laughs> so, yeah. I didn't know if you wanted to talk more about Ender or hmm. do whatever you feel like. You, what was one? Well, you tell one of the coincidences. Oh, well, you already gave one mm -hmm. and then I gave one. So it's yours again. It's your turn. There okay. was another 13. What was it? Oh, it was 8.13 when I um, turned my phone off, yeah, and I was like, that. that's it, we're podcasting. This is just too crazy. We were supposed to go um, 
to Richmond tomorrow night to go to our friends, Billy Flynn and the Flynnstras, his wife. They do an annual fall pub crawl. And we were supposed to go, and it's in Richmond, Virginia. And we had really hoped to go, but as you guys may or may not know, Chooch is still a federal employee, and he had to work during the furlough because he's just so, his brain is so big and it pulses <laughs> so magnificently that his poor ass had to haul into DC every day. So it's just been a really rough while and then waiting to get paid and then all of that finally happened and so we're finally starting to get back on an even keel i spaced out that's okay okay it's okay because it's <laughs> it is like 1 morning and i've been up since like seven i couldn't fall back for the moment so yeah yeah so you want to pull someone in or what blended <laughs> i don't have any uh haven't heard from anybody Mm. Well, Rich Siegfried said he, he might jump in, but realized he was just kind of tired. And he's like, yeah, that probably wouldn't work out. And now he's gone to bed. Right on. <laughs> right on. That's cool. Then we don't have to worry about it. But I saw Jet in the comments. I didn't know if she was going to want to join or not. I, mm. I turned off my devices so they wouldn't vibrate, shake, rattle, and roll. Yeah. If she wants to jump on her phone or hit a microphone. You don't have to do video. You can do microphone only and it just shows your avatar. Like so. <laughs> you can just answer in the chat if you're going to bed, honey bear. So what was, um, I don't have your image, Chooch. You don't have my image? Yeah. Hold on a second. It I looks turned like it you're... off. Oh, okay. You didn't warn me. My video? <laughs> your video, yeah. It should be just back see now. Your... I see your profile icon is all. Let me see oh, what the YouTube feed is. I unmuted, so I muted once, muted my video, and then it just shows the avatar. And then when I undo it, it I should pop back. There you are. There you are. Just <laughs> I now guess did. I just had to do it twice. Yeah. Now, so kind of catch up with us from the last one. We had, Oh, uh, yeah. For me, um, with the band Ditch by Kate, we had... Uh, Played a lot of live shows and finished recording and releasing our album Nostalgia. So we got it into iTunes and Amazons and, you know, everybody can buy it everywhere. And that was a a bit of a marathon and then a big sprint <laughs> at the end to get it done, get it uh, mixed and mastered and artworked mm -hmm. and everything. So immensely proud of that. And yeah, we were the writing, album's amazing. We were writing new songs and practicing a lot and uh, thinking about the next album. And everybody got super busy. And so, I don't know, we got somewhat disrupted. And then we started getting back into the swing of things. But um, our life, Viv and my life in general, has been pretty crazy. And then, like she mentioned, the shutdown, well, the shutdown was after, but. Yeah. Um, anyways, I ended up quitting the band too. We just had too many things going on and I had too many side projects and I had some other music stuff that I wanted to try out and get into, you know, different genres of music that I've had, um, wanting to do for a while. And I wanted to record a bunch of cover songs that are kind of like, uh, songs that really spoke to me through my life as, as I was growing up and stuff like that. And I realized as I was cataloging, I think just about everything was 80s. So <laughs> I thought, oh, maybe 
I'll do so like a, you know, cover playlist and one will be eighties and one will be nineties and then maybe jump back to the seventies or <laughs> whatever's like fun. That. But, um, whatever makes you happy. I realized I was dedicating so much time to the band and I was not going to make time to do other things. And, uh, so I quit and they were very understanding and supportive and cool about it. And, Mm -hmm. Um, they're playing on, they've got, Steve has an old friend that's stepping in to play bass with them and can't wait to see what they do. Yeah. And hoping to have some of them, uh, join in on the stuff I record. Yeah, absolutely. I can totally hear their voices and their styles and influences and hopefully in your music in the future. Cause you were always so happy when you played with them. Mm-hmm. It was always obvious. I mean, that was the one thing that people always told me off to the side after the show or whatever is like, I've never seen Chooch like that before. Because <laughs> when you play and there's video out there of shows and pictures of stuff, you've got, you know, your hair has grown so long now since you joined the band. I was, you know, every once in a while I go through the pictures and I see like the transformation that you and Phil both made were, was mm-hmm. very dramatic. Jen got uh, dreadlocks. Um, I don't know if they're permanent dreadlocks. I don't know what they're called, but a type of dreadlock. So her hair went from being beautiful bone straight to this like gorgeous mass of, of dreadlocks. And I'm jealous. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do right <laughs> before I cut all my hair off. I'm going to just dread it up. Nice. And then as soon as I'm sick of it (laughs) and just let the gray and the silver take over. But anyways, um, your hair and Phil's hair just went from really short to just longer. And then Phil's stayed at a certain Mm -hmm. length and yours just got longer and longer and longer and longer. (laughs) And you always whip it around. And when you're on stage and you're there at certain points, when you get to a part of a song that inspires you a certain way, you hop. (laughs) and you dance and you move all over the stage and you're just, you're far more extroverted than you normally are. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. Usually you're the guy that hangs back and then you just drop a hilarious nugget of information and everybody's just like, I had no idea he was like that. And I'm just like, not paying attention. (laughs) I usually come out pretty mellow and, you know, groove into it. And it's right about when I'm hitting my stride and I'm ready to go balls out. It's yeah. usually when we're finishing, I realize it's already happened. Everything's it's, done. This is the last song or, you know. Yeah. It always yeah. flies by. And I guess it's kind of, it, I mean, it's good. It's It makes you appreciate it more the next time. You know, it makes it a richer experience when you repeat it. Kind of like we've been wanting to get back in front of the microphones. We never meant to take um, that break like that. It just, it literally just happened. And um, I think. I think we even we had um we had just started a segment called Solid Nuggets, didn't we? Yeah. So what in the back of your mind, try and think of um a link that you really, really love that you want to share and you can either tell a story or just share the link and let it tell its own story. Whatever you want to do. I'm gonna think about it, but I think I already know what I want. <laughs> right on. So, so what I were had, you gonna uh, say? Well along that whole music front thing. Before I quit the band, for a while, I started doing a music project. I call it a project, but it was really just goofing around. So um, uh, once a week, the goal was once a week, I would, like on my lunch hour, I would start writing a song 
um, usually on the iPad using GarageBand or um, there's a Nano Studio. It's another really great program. It's got really cool, good sounding synthesizer, really flexible. And anyways, I would just kind of at my lunch hour, I would start writing a song. I would just come up with an idea and I'd start laying down drum tracks and put in other instruments and stuff. And whatever, wherever I was at, at the end of my lunch hour, I'd stop it. And then when I got home, I would hit the upload buttons and to put in the descriptions and stuff and upload it to SoundCloud. So I call it lunchtime lullabies. If you're on SoundCloud, you look up, I think I had to do Chuchus one because for somehow Chuchus was already taken. That's happened a few times. I don't quite I still understand. say it's you and you just lost the password. No, I know that's not, I know that <laughs> is not true on uh, yeah. SoundCloud. I know that's true on Twitter. Mm-hmm. No, not Twitter. It was on Yahoo. Anyways, there's been one or two services where I know it was me and they, for some reason, they don't have a button I can push or something. Or when I asked for help, they never got back to me. So it's like they had no way for me to prove that that was me. Right. So um, I started, yeah. Sometimes I'm Chuchus 1 or Chuchus 2, but um, so yeah, <laughs> kind of silly. But so... That's been fun, and I ended up with, I don't remember how many songs, 20-something songs, and uh, they're all kind of different genres, and some are really short and goofy and, you know, sound like a commercial or something, and some are deep, and they're pretty much all electronic-y, but that's been fun. I Um, am not biased at all, and I think each one is a masterpiece. (laughs) Aw. But Not so the thought it. was to take these song. I mean, you know, songs, they're two or three minutes long. Um, takes a while, you know, to, to assemble things and play different instruments and stuff. So one thought is to take, you know, just a few, whatever, whichever ones I think are the best or would make a kind of a cohesive collection and flesh them out into use them, use those recordings as demos and flesh them out into full songs um, with more instrumentation and stuff and maybe some vocals or. That's something I've been thinking about doing. Jet said she can jump in if we want. I would love for Jet to jump in. I just gotta clicky the right thingies. <laughs> like I always say, you just gotta just <laughs> get in it to oh, win I it. This derp. Did she say if she'd seen it yet? She did not. So we'll have to ask before we. We need to see, know if we if she's yeah. read it or if she's seen it yet, or if she even plans to, because it's a very controversial movie. It's a movie that we almost didn't go see. That's true. Um, because of say the writer's name, I always get the names in the wrong order. <laughs> Orson or Scott. Orson Scott Card. Orson Scott, not Scott. I always try to say Scott Orson <laughs> Card. Anyways, so. He's he's put out some some um, he's actually funded um, something that you and I are both against. You know, he was somebody that fought the marriage equality um, laws, giving, you know, homosexuals the right to marry the same way heterosexuals are allowed to marry. And, you know, that's really vile stuff. And we talked about on on consumption casts um, last week. And it was really tough. And the problem, did you even know about the controversy before? Like, I didn't hear anything about the controversy mm-hmm. until, like, the press release 
you know, oh, we're no, making no, it no, and no. it's cast. No, it had been going on for a while. I had no idea. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's had a long history, you know. Um, he's a devout Mormon, and a lot of his books are historical fiction, kind right. of retelling things. And I know there's been some controversy about that kind of stuff he's written. Um, but he's been, you know, pretty outspoken, not not extremist. Yeah. Um, until it came to the Marriage Equality Act, and, and uh, a lot of people, you know wanted their views to be heard and um they were clearly in the minority so <laughs> yeah yeah and it was i mean it was it was really hard because you know no he's not going to make any money off of my ticket but if they you know do a sequel mm-hmm. then he might get money then so i mean it's like i want to go see it again but it's like oh then i'll up the numbers and they'll make a sequel and then he'll get money and <laughs> right. i don't want to reward him you know <laughs> true i think jet just popped in we has a jet say something honey bear let's hear your voice hi guys you hear me hi hey, yeah um, awesome <laughs> turn, can you turn up your mic a little bit or no um, maybe no, there's no control for that. Right on. Chooch can make I an can adjustment. I can adjust it for the recording, and you can too, sweetie, on um, your Google, your Hangout toolbox. Okay. Do I click on her or do I click on the, the no, toolbox? No, no, the toolbox on the left. Uh-huh. To open the toolbox, and then there's the on the right side, right-hand side of the toolbox, there's all those little icons. And there's a speaker. Oh. And you can do a slider for each person, so. I love it. So See, I do when, that for the recording, uh, and then... You can uh, do it for yourself. This oh, she just muted you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. She just cut you off. I didn't know that she wielded that kind of power. I gotta hit the child Neither locks. <laughs> what shoot? I gotta hit the child locks. Lock the windows. <laughs> you bet. I can't believe that that Jet did it before I did it. it never That's occurred what to I me. Get for pushing buttons. Well, it's you know that's if it's not you, then it's going to be me. I was just slower on the draw. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you didn't read the book and haven't seen the movie, right, Jet? I have not. Okay, gotcha. So no to both. Okay, but I don't mind spoilers. Well, um, <laughs> do you intend to see it? Are you going to go um, see it anytime soon? It's a possibility. Yeah. How do you feel about the pol- the politics of it? I didn't know anything about the politics, to be completely honest. Oh, okay. So, I mean, you, did you hear what we were just talking about then? Um, something about his, his uh, beliefs against uh, the marriage. marriage? Uh, yeah, the marriage equality law um, legislation that has been trying to get passed. He funded um, the other side, keeping it illegal. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. You know, you immediately go to, oh, a douchebag. But, you know, <laughs> the book is, you know, I, I didn't know about that before. And, and Chooch had picked the book. And um, um, where are you? I'm trying to click on her picture and I'm not getting. <laughs> How come I can't click I on her know. face? I mean, I want to see you too, Chooch, obviously. But for some reason, <laughs> it's not letting me Weird. see her in frame. I'm looking oh. at the uh, YouTube feed. I had to enable her in the broadcast. There we go. There yeah. she is. So to the rest of the world, we may have been just talking to a ghost. <laughs> Ooh. I was wondering. I kept trying to pick your 
select your picture and you were grayed out. And I was like, oh, Lord. I was wondering why it was so dark. Yeah. And had screens to let dummy me know that I hadn't (laughs) clicked it to go live yet. Yeah. Disembodied voices. Uh, That's my favorite. (laughs) I think there was another controversy with him, too. Um, You know. Uh, moral morality based so all that was enough to piss me off it was enough to piss a lot of people off you know different views and hates it's just hard because you know the story meant so much to us and um you know it's just hard not to go there and i was avoiding all of the trailers and everything like that, trying not to spoil myself because it's so grand in my mind. And Valentine is um, Ender's sister. Mm-hmm. And um, she is such a complete, compassionate, sympath- uh, empathetic person that you just love her. On, I mean, you just, the love that she and Ender have for each other as brother and sister, they've kind of super bonded within their family and I mean by the end of the first chapter I was just sobbing because I mean I love these <laughs> characters so much just the first chapter in um, it's a, just a really really sweet read and um, you know it's just really hard to look at the at them at the age have you have, I'm sorry I forgot did you say if you saw the trailer I've seen some trailers yeah so you know that it's like young kids and stuff. And I'm glad that, and they did keep that aspect. They didn't do like Game of Thrones did where they aged everybody up to make the sexuality seem more appropriate. Yeah. There's no sexuality. Spoiler. <laughs> this is not a movie about teenagers getting laid. Um, they, they, for a change. For a change, yeah. You know, there were no big giant boobs on the, on the, um, on the girls that were, um, in the in the academy it's it's a it's something that if you think you'll see it or read it i'm gonna let you get it all because <laughs> it's that good it just i there's no way i could tell that story as well as he does but it's just i thought they did an excellent execution of it too while they had to cut out so much because the story is so rich um Chooch, yeah, the events are think? the events are super accelerated um mm-hmm. in the book it takes over the you know it's over the course of several years Right, and mm-hmm. so this kind of takes the actors at the tail end of it, and then pushes them through the whole thing over the course of several months. Um, mm. So it's very compressed. There, I don't. I think I really like the adaptation. I think you know they cut out a lot. They had to cut out a lot because of time. It was still two hours, and it didn't feel yeah. like it. I didn't think. It, <laughs> no, it my really God. Flew by. Um, so yeah. I, I think that if. Somebody has not read the book. They're mm-hmm. not going to get the emotional touches. Yeah. Um, it, oh, or, I think or, they'll still get it. It just won't be hold as... Hold on. It may feel really heavy-handed mm-hmm. um, because they have such a short time to kind of build the emotions and that sort of thing. So yeah. having read the book several times, you know, I had all the backstory. I had all of this stuff, preconceived notions in my head. And so stuff they cut out, my brain automatically filled in. Right. And I had the backstory and had all that. And then, you know, I cried several times in different <laughs> spots in the movie. It was very powerful. So you'll miss you'll miss the emotional punch. But even without that, it's a fun movie. It's 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 you know, it's action, it's got lots of crazy technology. Um, so oh it's you know, a large portion of it is in this zero G battle room 
where mm. you got friggin' laser. It's like high tech laser tag and zero friggin gravity. Laser t- and you're floating in zero g. Laser yeah. tag that freezes your opponents in a zero green zero g environment and the strategies that they come up with to win this yeah. game. You know, and mm-hmm. then there's this insane computer graphic game. Um, or two really insane oh computer games that they play, and all of that visual stuff is it's you know it's super intense. Visually, it looks great. Um, mm-hmm. I look, there is no, they are not doing it in three D at all. Okay, but it is an IMAX. Okay, and the battle room will be pretty amazing in IMAX. <laughs> they spent a lot on the special effects. Yeah. Oh my god, they it it was. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't sure I was gonna like Harrison Ford in the role he was in but oh my god he nailed that character just from the outset it was yeah. i think that movie was perfectly cast i i don't i don't think there's a certain i don't think there's a single person down to um dap that i i mean my god that i mean just petra and bean you knew bean on site if you'd read the books you knew bean the second they showed him even when you didn't see his stature lined up against the others right away you just knew his face of course that's bean you know (laughs) and bean is is such a tremendous character that you really don't get the richness of at all he just looks like um a two-dimensional kind of character in the book he you just really get more of him and and i just fell in love with him as much as ender and and valentine (laughs) i think they did a good i think they did a good job i think they did a good execution um there's, I mean, it's exhausting to think of all the places that they could go with it to tell other stories, but um, I think it would be hard to go to those, up to the actual sequels, not the uh, Ender's Shadow, but um, the sequels like Speaker of the Dead and what, what, Zeno, what, what are they, what's the other name? Xenocide, yeah. That's it's awesome. just, yeah. wow, super good. I think this will be a one-off. I don't think there's anything, anything else they can really that would really translate well to film. Do we have opening numbers for this yet? I don't mm. think so. You know what was looked. interesting to me was that probably not till Monday. Right, yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, probably. But you know, the opening date, the thing that decided it for us was when um, they set the release date as our 10th wedding anniversary. It was like, <laughs> okay, it's out of our hands. <laughs> Happy anniversary, by the way. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Um, thank you, sweetie. Absolutely. Um, what was I going to say? That was so Sorry. sweet. It just kind of spaced me out. What was I saying, Chuchi? <laughs> I was trying to look up something on the, the book series. And you were talking about how it was <laughs> announced on that it was going to be on your anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. So that nailed it that we were going and it was just. Let's let Chooch took the day off today, so we got to stay up late and watch our silly shows and be silly, you know, after we helped our housemate with um plague ridden children and she had strep throat also, so it was just it was an exhausting evening that um after a nap and, you know, let some Percocet or Flexerol or Vicodin or whatever I had to take <laughs> at the time. Which you can see, Brick is that tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so we went. So, oh, yeah, I know the what the Ender Saga books. Yes, I read up to. So there's Ender's Game, Speaker for the Dead, Xenocide, Children of the Mind, 
Um, novel, novel, novel. A War of Gifts, an Ender Story, Ender in Exile, Earth Unaware, Earth Afire, and the forthcoming Earth Awakens. <clears throat> I read oh through gosh. Children of the Mind, and I kind of dropped out of that. But then he went back and wrote... extensive series. Yeah, then he wrote back and wrote The Shadow yeah. Saga. And The Shadow Saga starts, it rewinds to the beginning, and it tells the same story and shares many events from a different character's point of view. So there's Ender, Ender's Shadow, which was Bean's story. Shadow of the Hegemon, Shadow Puppets, Shadow of the Giant, Shadows in Flight, and Shadows Alive. And those are all full novels. Wow. So yeah, there's a lot out there on this. <laughs> but to me, and like I said, I only read up to uh, mm. <clears throat> Channel of the Mind. I read in the Shatter, Shadow series, I read Ender's Shadow and Shadow of the Hegemon. I don't think I read the other ones. But yeah. I just don't. I don't know. It's I just don't feel like any of it translates series. to theater. What was that? So that's almost as bad as the Discworld series. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that there's certainly justification once you know what, you know, Ender's game is about. And once you get the full impact of it, um, of, of what it's actually, what, what is actually going on with it. It's, it's very, it's, pretty horrifying you know what the actual goal of all of this is and and yet it's crucial so uh they don't go into it lightly and everybody it's a very weighty um if, if you want to put a lot of thought into it um i would beg you to read the book check it out from the library though don't give him any more goddamn money <laughs> i'm so glad that we didn't end up getting all the books in that series we just got a paperback of of um I know we got Ender's uh, the Bean one, the Ender's Shadow, but I can't remember if we already had your your copy or we had to order one because yours was packed and we couldn't find it. I can't remember. Yeah, we already had it. But yeah, borrow it from a friend or you know check it out of a library if you um, if you're like me and you don't agree with his politics. On, I mean, it's one thing to disagree with his politics; it's another thing that he fund did. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know things that harmed people that we love. Yeah, and I think the work stands for itself, too. Absolutely. You know? you know, he has his own opinion on things, but he doesn't put that into, at least the fiction I've read of is, he doesn't put any of that into it. Well, And, and there's and, 50 other novels on separate from, the, from Ender. He has yeah. 50 other novels. The uh, Alvin Maker series and Homecoming Saga, Past Watch. It is on my list. It's very prolific. Read. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, well, you know, we're doing a purge. We've got, well, as an update for anybody else, just a quick one because we've already been on for a while. And if Jet's like us, she's probably going to get some sleep because you're going to the pub <laughs> crawl tomorrow, aren't you? Yeah, but I don't have to get up early to do anything. So. Oh, that's true, huh? Yeah, this we don't like either. Well, I, 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 we're I need not to drinking. check. Huh? <laughs> so this is like practice, only we're not drinking. Mm-hmm. It's a warm-up. <laughs> no, no alcohol, please. I'm sticking with my protein smoothie, even if it's leaving weird little pieces of stuff in my teeth. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think um, other than he- helping out our housemates with, you know, getting the plague once and for all out of the house, and then we're going to throw a little Halloween party because our youngest, who we call Flower Dancer, um, <laughs> had strep and was too sick to go to school for the costume party on Halloween or to go trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. So she, she has fallen. She was oh, I bet. I got to tell you. <laughs> she earlier tonight she asked me what I was for Halloween. 
And I was like, oh, I didn't get to do Halloween. I had to work late and and get home and I was tired. So I didn't do anything. And then she got all excited. She's like, well, well, I didn't get Halloween either. I was sick. But but we have another Halloween. Mm-hmm. And then you can have a costume. So she yeah. wants to do a special, our own Halloween. We are. And she, she said, what am I going to be? And I said, I don't know. What should I be? She said, I know, I know. You can Uh-oh. be a big pumpkin. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So she wants to have a Halloween party and I have to wear a pumpkin costume. You could have told, yeah, if I'd known, I could have found you something today. Everybody was clearing <laughs> off their clearance shelves. I could have gotten some orange fabric and made you a costume real quick. Oh my gosh. Yeah, never ask the girls what they want us to dress up as because they'll come up with something that will end up costing a fortune. Yeah. Just be like, oh, I have a costume. It's a surprise. And then we'll figure something out. <laughs> orange t shirt, black felt. Oh, there you go. Oh, and I know I can go. I can get a T-shirt at AC Moore probably Mm -hmm. when we go tomorrow. There you go. For like four dollar. We got a shout out from Colombia. I know. I don't speak the language. I will not insult it by trying to read this. I I feel the (laughs) same way. It has saludo. But hello, in Colombia, we have a friend that's Colombian, and we very much respect your country. (laughs) Indeed. We do indeed. <laughs> so, um, what else? Oh, I was going to say another lucky thing that happened. So, Chooch loves chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. Chooch really loves chewy chocolate chip cookies, and he really loves them when they're really fresh and warm. So, we got to the concessions and we're loading up for we're eating dinner at the concession stand. <laughs> and so, there's dinner a and air quotes. Yeah. Crap food. Um, <laughs> hence the blueberry chia seed smoothie at midnight. <laughs> um, but uh, so there was a basket that had, you know, chocolate chip cookies there wrapped up in saran wrap. And so I was like, oh, let's get two cookies, too. And she said, oh, wait, I just took some out of the oven. I'll get them for you. So she like for no reason, instead of handing us the two that were right next to us, she went over to the oven and got the warm ones and and gave us fresh, gooey, ultra soft, delicious. Brought me fresh. the warm chocolate cookie. Why? Because <laughs> I'm smooth with the ladies. <laughs> oh dear lord! Or something. <laughs> yeah, smooth. Yeah, she was probably a minor. Yeah, uh, take you that think? back. That's <laughs> why she was working at popcorn and not the wine bar. Rewind. <laughs> no, I don't know. She. She probably probably does have to be over 21 just to work on any side that they need her in. But, yeah, she did look pretty young, honey. Not as young as Petra or, or Valentine. True. Oh, Ab- Abigail Breslin plays Valentine. I just died. She was so good. I swear in the trailers I thought it was the girl from um, Sucker Punch. Oh, right. The actress that plays Hit Girl. Mm-hmm. Um. But I was wrong. I had only watched the trailer once, and I I kind of was, like, trying not to look too closely because I didn't want to see anything. I didn't want to know what anybody looked like. Yeah, I didn't think Abigail Breslin really looked like herself, and Mm -hmm. and she's such a great actress that, Mm. you know, know, her being her wasn't at all a distraction. No. I mean, she had her pale, her usual beautiful, pale, beautiful complexion, skin, but her hair was like um, a burgundy. Uh, It was long, dark you know, burgundy. And it was, it was a totally, you know, it was a really different look. I've seen her blonde. I've seen her as, you know, brown hair, but I've, I'd never seen her with hair that color. And it was really striking. 
And they really sidelined her and their brother Peter's stories. I mean, that's a lot of the emotional punch is that's why uh, that's pulled out and doesn't really connect as much as they don't develop them. And you don't, you know, yeah. if they had an extra half hour, they could have st- opened more where the book does and see some of their family dynamics and kind of what how their almost- personalities were formed or, or more of what their personalities are and what their connections are. Well, I think that you're right. But, I mean, it was already two hours. It's, you know, a lot of people yeah. are going to sit longer than that unless it's Marvel or Tolkien. I wish, <laughs> yeah, I wish they could have done it in two movies. I don't know that I think it needed three, but I wish they had been able to do it in two. They did it with The Last Harry Potter. Why not? Yeah. I know. Yeah. And they're doing it with um, book three of Game of Thrones. Book three got split into two yeah. seasons. But, you Season know, and like Twilight, the and so book three. they can do that with an established franchise, but for a one-off, yeah. you know, budgets and yeah. untested brand and all that kind of thing. And you know? controversial, because a lot of mm-hmm. people have, have, you know, yeah, rallied I, against yeah. him. I think they mm-hmm. did great with what they had. And, you know, I think that a, a reader, like I said, they're going to get a different experience, but it's not horrible. I think know? they, yeah. No, no, it's not. not a, it's uh, no, not no, horrible. I mean, it's not a horrible difference as, as gotcha. far as the experience you'll have. You still have a very good experience coming in blind because it is fun and there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of eye candy. Um, oh, my God. effects and The battle room stuff. looks so much better but than I ever imagined. It's a great story <laughs> and there's twists and turns. And so, you know, you just won't get the emotional impact. But it's still a great movie. Mm-hmm. Cool. Probably. So, Cheech, was, did you give your solid nugget already? Was that the um, app thing that you were talking about? Or did you think of something? No, I mean, I was thinking about that archive.org software collection, but I just blabbed about that on consumption. And Well, yeah, but in case somebody from two years ago still has us in their RSS feed, they might not know about consumption cast. Yeah. So. Ooh, so far on Rotten Tomatoes, Ender's Game only has a 66. It's, there's going to be, I mean, it's not, I don't think it's going to be a box office hit, but Critics I think 66, it was. 66, audience 76. Oh, what are they up better. against? Oh, yeah. What's it open against? Three birds. Gravity is still Vegas. out. Have you seen Gravity yet, sweetie? No, I haven't. Oh, I'm not really a fan of Sandra Bullock. Oh, that's okay. I, I am, but. Um, <laughs> My mom too. It's okay. It's, it's more accidental than anything else. It's like, you know, we're going through this big purge. We're emptying out our storage space. Oh, I guess that was what I was doing as I was updating is the last time we were trying to still sell our house. We sold our house and we, um, we live in Ashburn now and um, we're renting the basement of our friend's house and mm-hmm. she has two little girls and um, her dad lives here too. And then we've got our dog and, and they pretty much take care of Kaylee during the day for me since I have trouble with stairs and stuff and all my health issues going on. And um, so that's kind of it. My, a 60-second health update for anybody that's still listening has us in their feed as I've been since diagnosed with. All total, I'm diagnosed with vestibular migraines, fibromyalgia, neurocardiosyncope, and various other things carpal tunnel possibly and a ganglion cyst in my wrist and just a bunch of crazy stuff. So nothing life threatening, just a lot of pain and just trying to um, work around that and figure out a way to still 
you know, have stuff to do and not go crazy in isolation. <laughs> and as my GP just said at my physical that I should be doing as much socializing online as I can anyway. So I'm not isolated. So <laughs> it's like, let's start this shit up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. And we um, don't have any kind of a schedule that we plan on doing these. We're just going to kind of do them when it strikes us, right, Chooch? Mm -hmm. yeah. Probably with more warning than this one. I think we right. gave about an this hour's warning. This is very warning. spur of the moment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, and I we like started half an hour later than we intended, so. Oh, my earring? Yeah. Those are cute. Thanks. They're, um, they're for Movember, which is like the no-shave slash mustache November. Right. Uh, raising money and awareness for men's health. And mm -hmm. I've joined my office's team. Oh, there cool. There are 120 of us. Wow. And, um, wow. Yeah, so I'm going to be promoting that throughout the month. Well, and you can share the link now if you want so that uh, anybody. I don't actually have the link. Well, right send it now. to us and we'll put it in the show notes because it'll take us a couple of days to get the audio up anyways. So we can, uh, when you have the link, you can add it in the comments here on the YouTube page mm -hmm. and then um, email it to Chooch because he's the one with the brain and he'll add it to the show notes. That way we can, like I said, it'll probably just be, you know, the three of us that see it, but <laughs> that's okay. you never know. Spreading the word is still spreading the word. Yeah, yeah, November, I've... Phil Rossi's doing it again this year. Mm -hmm. He had just uh, saw a post on Facebook about it. Um, last year, I think it was last year, I did the similar How Not to Grow a Beard month, mm -hmm. um, which is a smaller organization. But, you know, oh, mostly no, friends. bro, me go. <laughs> but Something yeah, like fits in with mm -hmm. NaNoWriMo, inspired by NaNoWriMo. So, mm -hmm. same concept, only it's a full beard. And the, uh, the joke is that I guess the guy who started it didn't really fill in. Um, he knew from past experiences, so he it's named it how not to grow a beard because in, uh, showing daily progress of failed attempts or something, but <laughs> they get a Patchy couple dozen beard, guys bro. that jump Patchy in. Beard, yeah. And a lot of guys do really interesting updates that are um, like vintage gym Jim mm -hmm. Van Verth was doing it and um, vintage gamer to go in with his vintage gamer podcast every mm -hmm. day. He did a mini game review. Oh my God. Ooh, along I know. With the picture of his beard growth. That was fun. <laughs> in addition to trying to raise the money, I'm going to be um, knitting whenever I get a chance mm. hats and scarves and the results will be donated to a local men's shelter. Awesome. Oh, fantastic. That's great. So that'll be fun. <laughs> that'll be very cool. Damn. Yeah, I've had to give up. I've had to give up on knitting completely. I just, with my neurological issues, I just end up starting to knit and I end up screwing something up so bad that I undo a row below where I started. So my <laughs> projects are getting shorter and I was like, fuck this. I put it away. But, um, I'm having some dexterity issues along with everything. So I'm going to try and pick up crochet again. Mm -hmm. um, since I did it before I got sick and before I was having these problems, I was doing, you know, crooked, you know, throws and <laughs> sure. lopsided scarves and stuff like that. And um, so that's all I ever really want to do. And if it helps me get some dexterity back in my hands, then all the better. I guess for the okay. podcast release, we'll need to drop in 
I'll record here. Yeah, unlike our previous episodes, this is not child safe or work safe. There is no. some F-bombs be flying. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's kind of the side effect of the medication. But that nothing I vulgar. I, mean, I don't really. Please say that again, Chooch. Nothing. I was going to say nothing vulgar, but um, I should say, you know, nothing sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, yeah, there's nothing, nothing inappropriate. No I mean, down. you know, people it's say that, language can be vulgar, but nothing explicit. I, you know, I completely forgot that this was a completely f bomb free podcast it when we used to do it. We, we're so used to doing, we did three seasons of Beyond the Wall podcast, and now, like, we're about to do our 12th episode of the other one, and they're all explicit. So I've been dropping the f bomb in podcasting for like, Two years now. No, I guess more like three or four years now. I'm out of the habit of unhindered. You need that on a business card. (laughs) Dropping the F bomb on podcast. That's 2011. Three years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that sounds like something I'd say. (laughs) I just, I have trouble with filtering. I literally have to have a child in the room in front of me for me to remember not to swear. (laughs) So bad. I've got, I mean, it's, I'm good at home. I've got the zones down at home. Anything on our side of the door that they can't hear, we can say. The other side of the door at the top of the stairs, keep quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Situational explicit behavior. Language. Mm -hmm. Right. Raising. Raising. Raising, mother. (laughs) (laughs) So the video game thing that I was talking about on consumption feel me to go through it quickly Um, on archive.org is a site that I've used for a long time. And I knew about for a long time and they're kind of, they're out there basically sucking the entire internet and making an archive of the internet. And yeah, so they have the way back machine so you can punch in a URL and it'll show you what it looked at every year. It's they've ever, since they've been keeping track of it. I tried to Um, find that one day. I couldn't find it. If you just Google Wayback Machine, it usually oh, okay. it's archive.org, baby. But yeah, archive.org, and there's a link for Wayback Machine, but there's also a link for software. And uh, specifically, there's a vintage software collection. And within the vintage software, they have disk images and ROMs for a huge number of video game systems. And some mm. of them are even playable just through your web browser. They have an emulator that runs and boots the original game. So I was playing some Apple II games. Um, just right in the browser, which was very cool. But the other mm. systems they have, you have to download emulators for, but the disk images they have or cartridge images they have, um, yeah. all of the Atari systems, the 2600, 5200, 7800, Jaguar, Lynx, the Atari ST computer. They have uh, <laughs> cartridges for Intellivision, for ColecoVision, uh, the Sega system, Sega Master System, Genesis, mm. TurboGrafx-16, and then computers uh, Apple 1, 2, 3, and Apple Lisa, Commodore VIC-20, Commodore 64, the Amiga, the Tandy TRS-80. Um, and when you go into, um, there's a DOS section as well. And just literally tens of thousands of DOS games in <laughs> six different genres. They have these genre packs. Oh, it's funny. I downloaded the entire ColecoVision collection. There's like... Um, <laughs> What five hundred cartridges, game cartridges, was under oh, wow. six megabytes. 
Wait, what? <laughs> 500 games were under six megabytes because the system was wow. so primitive. The graphics are so primitive and the music and everything. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> and it's all on archive.org. It's all legal. They actually, awesome. everything's been donated to them by the companies. Um, I don't know that they ever pay licensing. I think they just take donations. <laughs> um, That's super cool. So, you know, there's uh, some gaps, but even in the PC games, like the different categories, they had role-playing games, adventure games, action games, strategy games, or uh, simulation games, and just tens of thousands. And some of my favorite series, um, the original Bard's Tale, Questron, they had they have all the leisure suit Larrys. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um a bunch of the Sid Meier series, Civilization and Pirates. Nice. Railroad awesome. Tycoon, uh, Tycoon uh, Fallout, and it's the original Wasteland. The the original Fallout, you know, before Fallout Three and Two and all that. Oh wow. It's just so much goodness. Um <laughs> definitely need to look. Much fun. My past experiences with technology game-wise is very gappy. Mm -hmm. When I was little, we had an Atari. I don't know which version. Um, sometime around 83. And then we went from that to nothing. And we had a Sega. Mm -hmm. And we had a Commodore 64. And we, I don't think we got a PC till like 95. 94. Yeah, I think I got my <laughs> used, my mom's, my sister's used computer in like 95, 96. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Didn't play any games other than solitaire. I was, had babies <laughs> hanging on me. <laughs> but from 95 on, the quantity of tech has exploded. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Overwhelmingly. I think my Ooh, first PC. Maybe not for me. I had an Apple II forever <laughs> and a couple different video game systems, but my first uh, home PC full computer, 99, mm. 89 hey, or 99, or I mean, I mean, not 99, 89 <laughs> or 90. Can you silence this guy that's in our Q&A chat? Sure. Why? He's, uh. it, the last <laughs> one is a swear, I'm sure, and I don't have. I don't have time for that. Just kick him out. Ball. If you can. Yep. Thank you. Huh. This is a drama-free zone. You can go <laughs> troll somebody else. This is classy. Oh, honey, that's the kind of people we attract. <laughs> <laughs> it is rather late, as we said. It is. People are looking for prawn. <laughs> Not prawn. No. <laughs> yeah, that's usually what you expect to see. Somebody jump in, show us your tits. <laughs> and then I can Yeah. Flash. I don't I'm not in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> not it. Sorry. Try again later. Yeah. So how have you been, honey bear? What'd you do today? Work? Just work. Yeah. There uh I've been day shift since January. Oh, which cool. Is so nice. And um, they're switching our hours to a little later in the day, but that's not so bad. It's mm -hmm. 8.30 to 5 instead of 8 to 4.30, which I don't care. And um, just 
taking care of things. Chooch is messing. Uh, what's yeah. that? <laughs> Chooch is messing. I was checking. I was checking like the Facebook and the Twitter and all that to see if there were other comments or. I think we just get asking. to be. We can just have our conversation. We don't have to worry about anybody else. <laughs> Truth. Yeah, it's quarter to two. I think it's pretty safe to say. Oh, you know what I did want to say though. I had um I pinged MA and PA mm-hmm. and um she was already in bed, but I wanted to wish her and her husband Dan the fan, Dan the man, Dan the fan. Yeah. Oh, it's Dan the fan. I always call him Dan the man. <laughs> um it, they celebrated their fifth wedding anniversary yesterday on yeah. Halloween. Yeah. And I remembered because we were lucky enough to be able to go to their wedding and it was such a fun night. It was just a wonderful night. And I was, I was thinking of them and yesterday was just so chaotic. I never got to say anything. So happy anniversary, Mary <laughs> Alice and Dan and Quicksilver Yay. Kid. We miss you. <laughs> Come play with yarn and with us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I'm going to make her sit next to me while I crochet because for some reason... I have to have someone sitting right next to me. And while she's not familiar with crochet as much as knitting, Mm -hmm. it's really, I can't comprehend the patterns. Mm. It's just, it takes me forever to translate the patterns into something that I can then do. Mm -hmm. So that's the part she can do. She'll figure out how to crochet in about five minutes and she'll spend days teaching me. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm the one that did it before. Mm. (laughs) Oh, well. One hook's better than two <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> for me. Cool. What's I the best movie it. that you oh. saw? I want to hear what what Jet's favorite most recent viewing was, old or new. Pacific Rim. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Did you like it? I did. You did? I geeked out most of the movie. Awesome. It was It was pretty bad. <laughs> It looks amazing. Chooch saw it. I had to wait. I'm waiting for it on the small screen so I don't have, you know, seizures and dizzy spells and stuff. But mm-hmm. he said it's good, too. Yes, it that was, was fantastic. That was the most recent thing I've seen in the theater. Mm-hmm. We are going to see Thor, which is upcoming. Mm. And I'm going to see uh, Catching Fire. Cool. That's the new Hunger Games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We saw the, um, yeah, we saw the full ad for that one, didn't mm-hmm. we, baby? Yeah, we saw it uh, before Ender and also before Gravity. Right. What was I there was another before, trailer yeah. that we saw that was on when I, we were walk Frankenstein movie. I Frankenstein. I, I think. Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess the, it was hashtag Frankenstein movie or at Frankenstein. I don't know. There was something that said Frankenstein the movie oh, or like something. Frankensteinmovie.com. Yeah. <laughs> Trailer for that was interested. Interesting. <laughs> I didn't check to see who the lead was because we were debating. It was difficult to see his face from our vantage point. When yeah. First came in. Aaron Eckhart. Let's see. You were, damn it. You were right. <laughs> when I first looked up, I saw the, the, actor I was sure it was Jamie Tom. Lannister. Oh no! I thought it was Thomas Jane on just the whole right, thing. Right, it looked right. like Thomas Jane. I never really thought that they looked alike before. I just refused to believe that. It, I was like, "No, uh-uh, Thomas Jane." Yeah, you were convinced it was Thomas Jane. Dead wrong. So wrong. When I first looked up, I saw like uh, drawn a blank on his name. There was something else. 
Oh, you know, one of the examples, before I dropped my pen, because I was trying to take notes, but I think we're going to have to see it again. And I'm going to take a pad and paper this time so I can take notes. Um, one of the things that I think that they did was extremely effective in, in um, relaying the importance of an Ender's game. Um, the importance of the children learning and finding the best student amongst all of the children. Um, they're in the background. I don't know if you remember Chooch when he's, um, I think, heading up to, but he may already be in battle school and they're about to have a meeting with him after some something went down that was unpleasant. And there was a poster behind the person. I think it was... Um, who was the, um, not Anderson, not Dapp, the female officer that kept trying to. Oh. I think it was I behind her. her name. I can't think of it either. But um, it was, uh, there was a poster behind her that said, never again. Did you see that? Yeah. And it was these pictures that I think really effectively punched you in the throat with the importance of what the mission of this group of military leaders is with these children. And um, I thought Anderson, that was... You said Anderson. Viola Davis played Major Gwen Anderson. Anderson. Oh, okay. What was Harrison Ford's name? I forget. Oh, that's Graf. Graf, 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 Graf. Okay. I pictured him so differently that I was having trouble with the names. And it's been four or five years since that was the only reading I've ever done. I did not want to do a reread. I can't really. I, I haven't even read book five of Game of Thrones yet. But I wanted to see the movie before I did a reread this time. Mm -hmm. Usually I reread. I would reread stuff before I would see the movie. But it just there's just no way. I'm I, <laughs> reading is really hard on the medication and stuff that I'm on. So blah. Migraine trigger. Migraine, nausea, dizziness, the whole neurological rainbow. <laughs> so, what about audiobooks? I tried and I I um I'm easily distracted so I keep losing track of what's going on and I'll start to back up and back up and I'll end up listening to the whole chapter again and it's just to get through nine hours of audio took me like a month and a half. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, you know, it's not cancer. It's not <laughs> you know, a brain tumor. It's not a brain hemorrhage. It's yeah. just, I'm just dumb and in pain <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> or, you know, out of pain, but so loopy on pills that, you know, I'm just more like a jester than anything else. <laughs> Aw, still love you. Oh, I love you, baby. You're <laughs> one of the reasons that it, you know, makes this kind of stuff bearable is, you know, getting to hang out with you and your man and our other Richmond friends when we get to go out that way. And mm -hmm. we've got, you know, it's not a great, perfect existence that Chooch and I have. This is certainly not where we expected to be. And on our 10th anniversary, we thought we'd be touring Europe <laughs> yeah, on a two-week right. vacation. Yeah. That was our dream when we got married. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say Italy was supposed to be at five years. <sighs> right, I forgot. We missed oh, Italy sorry. at five years. 
but we've been to California a bunch of times with to visit your family. We've been to Illinois to visit family. I've been to Arkansas to visit family. I've been to, I mean, all over the local area visiting friends and stuff like that. And, um, you know, we cover the, we cover the area. We just don't ever leave the country. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one Mexico. Family. That's important too. Oh my God. Yeah. With the kids are growing so fast. So, our oldest, who we call Naughty Bear currently, <laughs> because I can't remember what he changed his nickname to while we were at Virginia Beach this summer. I thought he was changing it, and I just don't remember what it is. I need to ask him. Um, so mm -hmm. he's 22 now, 22, almost 22 and a half, mm -hmm. and he's finishing up college, hopefully. Yay. Knock on wood. And... Yeah. Um, my um my biological youngest is now 16 and a half and driving and he lives with his dad out of state and um he's doing great and he's got this wonderful little girlfriend i haven't met her yet she looks just so tiny and adorable <laughs> though and she is a huge doctor who fan Ooh. so we get to geek out on that stuff. Pretty cool. We we secretly message each other in Facebook. We don't do it publicly. I don't want to out her. She's in high school for goodness sake. Right. She doesn't need people knowing that she's talking to some old lady about some science fiction craziness from the you know, fifty years ago. Unless she's okay with it. Nah, we I just don't even I just we just chat in private. It's just it's just easier and we can be sillier. So I can't right. wait to meet her. I hope I get to meet her soon. She's really nice, but far away. Mm. <laughs> and then Chooch's son from his first marriage is now 14. And he's he's still in California and living with his mom and sister. And you're, you're the whole entire rest of your family. Mostly. I've got a sister Except for in your Illinois sister in Illinois. And, yeah. Cousins in Washington State. Mm -hmm. And a lot in Oklahoma. Some in Florida. <laughs> We're pretty spread. Yeah, we actually need to make sure that if we do get to go down to Florida like we plan, keep planning and having to delay, that we get in touch with with um, with them. I won't say their names. <laughs> For some reason, I still think it matters <laughs> to not say everybody's real names. Personal preference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So gravity was good. I would recommend it on the big screen. Even if you don't like her very much, <laughs> I think that this is the best acting she has ever done in any movie added together, including the one that got her the Oscar thing. She was No, I have heard great things about it. It was and and it it's just such a powerful I mean, I was exhausted after we watched that movie. Now, I, you know, I said, you know, let's go all in, you know, 3D IMAX. And I was just so sick and I couldn't watch parts of it. But like you're emotionally so wrung out as well. Yeah. I mean, my adrenaline was racing. You're so worried about, you know, what's going to happen next. And <laughs> she's amazing in it. Just I just loved it. <laughs> So even if you wait until it's on the small screen, I think you'll still enjoy. I think, I mean, having the big wall of space. Yeah, the while IMAX images. You talk about eye candy. Yeah. Uh, everything they show, 
you know, when they're floating in space and they're floating over Earth, oh. all of that video is captured actual footage from the space station. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it's just gorgeous. Every shot of Earth is an actual shot of Earth. Huh. Excuse me. <laughs> it's okay, honey. I just keep hitting the, the um, mute button when I'm about to cough and stuff. So what are you looking at there, Jet? I got flyers for RavenCon. Why don't you tell us about that? RavenCon is Richmond, Virginia's sci-fi fantasy writing convention. And this year's theme is women in literature. Unless oh. they've changed it on me and I wasn't informed. <laughs> because you're a part of the committee, right? Yes, I am I am uh, in charge of some of their social media product projects. And this year, I will, as a new part, be helping with their programming. Very cool. cool. So, if anything's, if any, if any of the panels sound funny, that's because I wrote the uh, description for it. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. I'm sure we'll get to. I'm. I think Richmond is one that we'll always get there for at least a day trip. Even if we can't swing the hotel overnight and stuff. It is in April, and mm-hmm. so it'll be – it should it should be warmer than um, wintertime. Yeah. So it's usually quite nice. Yeah. But um, the, it's at the same hotel that it has been for the last couple of years. The hotel changed its name mm. to oh, okay. the Doubletree. Okay. So you'll probably see new signage and everything, but it's still the same place. I don't remember what it was called before. What franchise was it before? Um, it Holiday was Inn or something? the Holiday Inn. Yeah. Mm. This one is a double tree now from Hilton Richmond Midlothian. Right on. So, April yeah, 2014. Yeah. Right. April 25th, 2014. We've got the guest of honor. For the writer guest of honor is Elizabeth Bear. There's a musical guest of honor, uh, Crunk Witch. They do, <laughs> um, I, I believe they do electronic music, something uh, geek geek rock. Right on. Um, I'm putting it a, in my Google Calendar right now. There you go. April 25th, RavenCon, mm-hmm. all weekend long. Yes, All ma'am. day long. And they do have the 24-hour gaming room still in effect. Oh, very nice. cool. There will be a masquerade and a party and... Really cool people. The, yeah, the game... The, uh, really the fun The dealer people. room will be huge. The art room will be really nice. They'll have all sorts of stuff going on throughout the weekend. And it's always fun. I mean, um, whether you are just going in the gaming room or making a circuit and hanging out with friends or whatever you do, there's always something something interesting going on with the programming. It's mm-hmm. it's a smaller con. I think we've talked about it on the show before years ago, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but we went um, last year, didn't we, baby? Yep. And um, had such a great. <laughs> Had such a great time. We always do. I don't know why. It's it's always a surprise when we go somewhere and have a great time because we just 
we kind of refuse to not have a good time. It's kind of like something went wrong. Fuck it. Let's go find some fun. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's such 13. a huge, such a huge range of programming. You know, if you're into fandom and movies and stuff, there's stuff about that. There's stuff about mm-hmm. gaming. There's stuff about yeah. literature, different mm-hmm. book series and genres and, and a lot of science, health and science yeah. and just yeah, really yeah. deep conversation, diving really deep into topics that, mm-hmm. that people, people geek out about. And then you've got the LARPers mm, and the yeah. all costuming. And do they do um, video video games, electronic gaming, or is it all board gaming? Um, in the game room or tabletop, I guess it's tabletop stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the past few years, they have uh, they had a room with um, like the the boxes with the old style console games. Um, Pac-Man and stuff like that. I love it. Um, the retro stuff. Yeah, yeah, retro gaming stuff. They had, um, I don't remember the ones they had specifically, but they get them from somebody and they put them in there for the weekend and and that was super popular the last couple of years. Right on. And the, uh, the, um, the con suite is always very well stocked and very well manned and you just ask for anything if you're looking for something and they can point you in the right direction. Yeah, I think this was the first year that I ever made it to the con suite and it was just because <laughs> you led us there and I was like, there's food and there's drinks and they aren't charging us because we already paid for our uh, registration for the weekend mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's like you can literally just go in there and get a big thing of water or some veggies, you know, there's a variety of different things that people bring mm-hmm. in and set out. And I think next year I'll definitely, if we're able to go, then I'm definitely going to bring something because I just think it's such a, it's a, such a cool thing to do to kind of make sure people are eating and staying hydrated mm-hmm. as they're going from fun thing to fun thing, because it is really easy to forget. And then all of a sudden your blood sugar's crashed and you've got a migraine in your room. And it's not just people like me that get migraines frequently. Mm-hmm. Everybody has that kind of thing. They get dehydrated and it just takes all the fun out of stuff. It's a great little energy break. It really yeah. is. And we, I, when we went in there, there was, there was, I don't even know what was, I still don't understand what was going on. There was some <laughs> big old meeting going on. People were gathered in there and I was just like, I'm going to be real quiet and oh, not interrupt. That might've been the cake ceremony. Mm. Yeah. Because last I think we got there after that. Yeah. Last year's fan, guest fan, um, had, they had a vote to see who would get it. And each one that was trying to get fan guest of honor had a shtick. And this one woman, uh, known only to me as the cake lady, mm-hmm. she was a, a nominee or a candidate. And she said that if she got guest fan or fan guest of honor, she mm-hmm. would bring a cake that year. Mm-hmm. And she did. She did. And I believe it had, it was the cake and then it had a chest on top. And I think it would make noise. It beat like a heart. <sighs> wow. Like the telltale heart uh-huh. for Edgar Allan Poe. Because so Ravencon is is still try, kind of Poe-centric because of the whole Richmond relation to Edgar Allan Poe. We've got the mm-hmm. Poe Museum and everything else. Yeah. And the writing. So it was... It was Poe themed, 
So it had the the telltale heart, the beating in the chest. It was really cool. Yeah, it's a fun con. It's it's smaller than Balticon, but I don't Mm -hmm. think it's any less special. It's just different. And it's a smaller, it's a smaller concentration. So you get a more, like I get to go to more panels at RavenCon than I get to go to at Balticon because the ratio of of friends to strangers is is you know far different at the two conventions you mm-hmm. know at Balticon I can go the whole weekend without seeing anybody that I don't know mm-hmm. and and still see 900 people because we've been able to go you know for so long yeah no that's it's very very close-knit very friendly convention mm-hmm. we've gotten a lot of comments about how friendly and helpful that everyone is there. So. Excuse my burp. Well, yeah, it definitely worked. <laughs> <laughs> um, RavenCon was my first ever convention. That was the first one that I went to my in two- 2008. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's the first time we met, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. I think we oh, met boy. at that first RavenCon in 2008. Mm-hmm. And uh, we met uh, we met you and we met um, the Breakalls. Uh, we mm-hmm. actually met the Breakalls shortly before that, I think. Pretty and sure. um hmm? pretty sure it was before that, but not mm-hmm. far. And MA we had already met MA and PA, but mm-hmm. she and and her then boy, uh fiance and son came down and went with us to RavenCon, so you got to meet her too. Mm-hmm. And MA and PA I mentioned so casually because she's somebody that we've been friends with since the very beginning. They were the very first people that we met through the social medias back mm-hmm. in two thousand and eight and um I was doing, I have a podcast project called uh, Girls Rules that is always planned to be a sporadic podcast just when something catches my eye and and I can get a group of women together to do an all-female podcast. And mm-hmm. because there were, when I came up with my list of topics, there were so many that involved um, specific women repeatedly. And I saw your name and Mary Alice's name on so many different panels or, or not panels, but you know, subjects. Mm-hmm. And so I just nicknamed you guys, my core girls and where you're on almost every episode. So when we talk about her, like, Oh yeah. MA and PA as if she's here, it's just because we're so <laughs> used to referencing her. So she yeah. had a podcast called better late than never back in the day. Mm-hmm. So Don't I've been enough. very chatty, right? Hey, it's all good. <laughs> I've got this sleepy random. To be chatter. honest, the show's always been that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. This time we just get to see Jet, though. Usually it's just you and me looking at each other. Truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should do more like this, honey. Yeah, it's fun. I'd so like yeah, to be a little more prepared, but. Well, I was actually going to say on one of my Facebook posts about our last minute decision to do a, um, you know, this podcast, this hangout. Um, our friend uh, Skip and Cincy said, um, you know, when we talked about seeing Ender's Game, and he said, want to know, knowing OSC, meaning the author Orson Scott Card, yeah. isn't going to make a dime on the theatrical release. Can't stand, want to now. He wants he wants to see it now, knowing that the author's not going to make a dime off of the theatrical release. He, Don't want to burst his bubble, but. He said, can't stand the man's politics and think he's a loon, but ye gods, what a story. And that's <laughs> what it came down to for us is just, you know, the story was mm-hmm. impossible to not see because we were so deeply um, 
touched by the characters. I can't imagine how, what it meant to Chooch to see it after having read it in the late 80s, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I read it in high school. And, and so, yeah, it was it was definitely important to me growing up and, you know, read it every year or every couple of years or something like that. It's always yeah. been one of my favorite books. That's like Cyrano sure. de Bergerac for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, sorry to, to bust Skip's bubble, but he, Orson <laughs> Scott Card was listed as an executive producer. Yeah. And, um, well, he would have gotten, I mean, he's probably optioned it since, you know, for decades. He's probably, every few years, gets another chunk of change for another studio to option it. Mm-hmm. To try but, and so figure I'm, out how to make money off of he's it. He's probably getting some kind of back end. And he was, well, uh, and then there's going to be merchandise and sales of, C- of yeah. DVDs. And, you know, he's going to get a piece of the future money. We actually have another question. Yeah, I just saw that. Someone named Izzy Brandt um, asks, if you were to ever get a dog, what kind of dog would you get? We would get a golden retriever. <laughs> just like the one we have. <laughs> We do have a golden retriever. I have previously had a had a Bichon Frisé, mm-hmm. little white fluff ball with a lot of personality, and so I wouldn't mind getting another Bichon. He was he was very cute, Cosmo, very smart. I've previously had a Beagle and um, Basset Hound mix, and a Black Lab, and mm-hmm. a Cocker Spaniel. And um, then my dad had some dogs when we were really young, and I, one was a Great Dane mix, and the other one was a Black Lab mix. Just mutt dogs, you know, they have the best personalities a lot of times. <laughs> I had a Collie growing, or a Sheltie growing up, and had a uh, German Shepherd mix. But my favorites you, have been the Bichon, and, and I would always love to get another Golden Retriever. They are just the coolest. Yeah, Kaylee needs a little brother. Jet's more of a cat person, right? I am more of a cat person, but I did grow up with a dog. We had a retriever as well. Mm -hmm. And if I could get a dog, I think I would go with a corgi Mm. or a puggle. Corgis are awfully cute. Yeah, that would be hard to resist. That yeah. would be. I'm. I'm. <laughs> I have an easy time resisting um, the uh, like the pugs and the French bulldogs. They just. I. Oh, I just feel bad for them. They look like they're being squeezed really, really tight, and their <laughs> eyes are bulging out. I always just feel like, oh, it looks painful. <laughs> have you seen or, a puggle? Or 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 like there's a like um. I don't think like I've seen a, a thyroid issue. <laughs> And do a Google image search for a puggle. I think you'll be surprised. I had a friend that owned a pug. I is it a pug? It's a pug poodle mix. Um, let me see. P U puggle. Oh my god. Okay, it's I'm a gonna... beagle. It's a beagle and a pug. I'm gonna do a screencast. Oh, be careful with beagle breeds. Those are really, really stubborn breeds. Eagles are very stubborn and quick <laughs> at flight. My my uh, brother had in. one Whoops. for years, and she would, I mean, it didn't matter. You could have everybody in the house trying to hold on to her, and if that door opened, she was off and down the street before you mm. could even say, God damn it. <laughs> she was just gone. Mm. And um, the uh, Bassett Beagle mix I had was extremely intelligent, um, and 
not very interested in pleasing, mm-hmm. there's a puggle. Pooch just yeah, put one up on, on the screen. Yeah, click on me. I mean, I have it for the broadcast. It's I've been up this whole time, but that is adorable. Oh wow! For some reason, I <laughs> grabbed been a platypus. At the whole time. They are really cute. Yeah, <laughs> platypus. platypus. For some reason, echidna. Echidna <laughs> puggle. I don't know why those come up, but yeah, that's not a puggle. That's that's those um, baby puggles all face. over them. German Shepherd. See, like the <laughs> I think of pugs as being kind of like French bulldogs with the short snouts. Mm-hmm. And the 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 bigger eyes. Yeah, because like the pug is exactly what I pictured. It's the same kind of dog like is in uh, Men in Black, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the puggles, though. I the puggles what have a, of a longer. The puggles have a longer snout. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. see. They're, they're mixed now. with a beagle. Yeah, I can see that now. One of these is, has more of a profile. What? I still don't understand why. Why <laughs> the platypus? I guess it's. <laughs> it's kind of disgusting. Maybe that's they're what you hairless. call a baby platypus. Oh, maybe, maybe it, it is. Puggle. Oh, maybe. I have no idea. <laughs> oh yes, I'm sorry. A puggle is born at the Australia Zoo, and they're talking about echidnas. So that must be a baby. Nice. <laughs> Very cute. I was trying to figure out how to. I need to just sit in here someday and play with looking, <laughs> loading up pictures and stuff. It's just so funny. I was I've been looking through family pictures, obviously, mm-hmm. and getting ready for Christmas and giving out big, huge data files giving everybody everything up to date and um, seeing the difference in the way we look. I was going to try and do a side-by-side with our um, picture together in 2004 versus the one we took this last Christmas. It's just insane. (laughs) Trying to figure it out. Truth. Truth. (laughs) Screen share. So I just have to have the picture open, right, baby? Yeah, when you click screen share, it'll give you thumbnails of all your open tabs. Anyways, keep talking. (laughs) Keep talking. I'm done. (laughs) Oh, I could talk about a little side convention project I'm doing. Yeah. Um, There is a – excuse my reach for a second. got to grab something. There is a fan-based movement um, started when a group of people – um, I don't know the gender, uh, were walking around the convention and they stumbled across a scene uh, where a woman was not physically being accosted by a gentleman, but um, she was essentially backed into a corner because he was verbally being rather rude. Right. And they noticed that not very many people were looking. It was kind of like out of sight, out of mind. Nobody was stopping to see if she was okay. Mm -hmm. And they decided to step in and the guy took off and she thanked them, was very appreciative. And they wondered why that never happened or it hadn't happened sooner. Mm. And they got to talking to people and they realized that um, the people didn't, either didn't feel comfortable um, approaching a situation or they were worried that if they did, they would get backlash from the con itself. Mm-hmm. And so they started this project called the Backup Ribbon Project. 
-hmm. and it's um, they give out little cards and um, ribbons that you attach to your con badge mm -hmm. and essentially it lets people know that if you ever feel uncomfortable in a situation or you it's dark outside and need to get to your car and you don't feel comfortable walking by yourself so you can approach somebody mm -hmm. and they will offer assistance in whatever possible way they can so that's what's going to happen this year for me is I'm going to encourage people to be backup very cool nice very so important got, yeah it's not something that I think happens frequently at a place like RavenCon because um, they happen to have a very high profile, very visual staff presence. Mm -hmm. And so there's not a lot of opportunity to be uh, antisocial. Yeah. For lack of a better term. Yeah. And, um, but places like um, Dragon Con could happen that way, or even Balticon, even though it's small, there's always the opportunity, there's always a chance that somebody could be a little too forward. Right. And so to have that presence, that willingness to help and ask if things are okay. Yeah, because a lot of the, um, people that go to conventions have social anxieties, social awkwardness, and, mm -hmm. and they're used to having their reactions be unaccepted, sometimes right. judged, you're a geek, you're a nerd, or whatever, you know, brainiac or something. Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, that's that's pretty common to see that kind of thing in, in your everyday running around, but places like RavenCon and Balticon and even DragonCon, even though it's so huge and hard to police and like PAX East mm -hmm. um, with their, um, what are they called? Enforcers, Enforcers honey? Enforcers, yeah. In the red, they have every one of their staff wear red t-shirts that say Enforcer on the back. So anybody that needs help getting somewhere or mm -hmm. feels uncomfortable or anything like that, they, they just have to look for a red t-shirt. So that is really fantastic and something that I think that all conventions should do. Mm -hmm. And you can even have, you know, like whatever color you have the t-shirt be, have the ribbon that color. And what color is the thing that you guys are putting? I was trying to pull up that picture thing while you were talking. I didn't see what it looked like. Well, the backup ribbon project is purple and silver. Oh, cool. So very it is, cool. It is a, a fairly noticeable color. Mm. And just having it on a badge, you keep that visible anyway, so people yeah. know that you're supposed to be there in the first place. Yeah. So very having cool. that and cards to hand out to people to participate, and I got stickers and things like that. And these are all um, – they're not copyrighted. They're like open source. So mm -hmm. they, they're encouraging people to create duplicates. And I've got a company that I'm going to go to to create more of these ribbons. It's someone that got a small stack. Right on. Um, they were given out to, to start from the project itself. Mm -hmm. And all, all, of the, all of the paraphernalia has um, the website on it. It's um, backupribbonproject.com. BackupRibbonProject.com. Cool. Very cool. Well, I'm going to try this screen share thing if you guys want. Go for it. it. Do you want to be my first, you guys? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try it. This is a picture. Hopefully, it's going to let me 
show a picture of, can you see that? Oh, okay, there just switched. Because this is what I wanted to show the one yeah, on the right. The directory folder. There it goes. I just flipped to it. Yeah, it didn't show me the picture by itself, even though I had that open. There it goes. So that was what everybody looked like in early 2004, I think, was when we took those. <laughs> Summer 2004. So. And then <laughs> there's the one we took this year for Christmas <laughs> as our family portrait. <laughs> That's our family portrait from Christmas. I remember this. Yeah. We were joking around, you know, when we went and picked up Jay and and his mom said, now remember, no texting at the dinner table or anything like that. And um, I was like, wouldn't it be silly if we did a picture like that and in, in, um, when we go to our family, because we always do family portraits mm -hmm. uh, where we're all texting. And he was like, oh, that would be so funny. So we were like. Another last we, second harebrained scheme. <laughs> uh, it was just like on the way there kind of a thing. And it was just like this random is it back to me? Yep. I did it. I did it. Two yeah. picture shares. Oh, the people crap, who were, everybody who worked there was just like, wow. You know, they were really blown away by that idea. And we suspect it may be a suggestion they make now from now on. I wouldn't families. mind. I, it was other than not having had time or money. Well, we spent all of our money on the trip and on presents and it was Christmas, you know, so we blew a whole bunch of money on the trip just to get there, have the whole family together at Christmas. Yeah. His mom had had some health problems and we, you know, needed to get the boys out there. It'd been a while since we'd had all five of us together again. Mm -hmm. And um, um, it was just such a silly, fun thing that we thought we would get a copy of, but have a more formal picture. But when we saw them, it was like, oh, easily the family picture this year. It was just, <laughs> it was, I mean, there's one other picture that's really good of the boys and, I guess it doesn't matter since I'm already showing what they look like, but <laughs> I just love the one of the boys too. Let me see if I can do this again. I'm going to get cocky. There was another Q&A from Izzy. Mm -hmm. Where are you broadcasting from? Which we can say we are in the United States because you may not be. And <laughs> we're actually all in the state of Virginia. Oh, I see pictures coming up again. Good looking boys. They are. Oh, I should show. Ha ha. I should show. There's one. There it is. There's the one of them. There you go. <laughs> wow. <Aww>. Young. <laughs> so young. It's so little. Now Jay is older than Naughty Bear was in that picture. <laughs> Gosh. Time flies. It do, it do. <laughs> James Tolf said, where did you all go? And then, ah, oh, family fun. So I'm not <laughs> sure if we dropped out or something. Hopefully it <laughs> still worked. Oh, and maybe the video, since it changed to photographs instead of video, he may have been Trying to figure confused. out how to... Got confused. So I'm back. Good. I didn't know what to do to make the screen share stop, but it just did. Cool. So... <sighs> we should probably sign off. Yeah, I think so. Thank you so much for joining us, Chatty. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, um, we'll I'll holler at you if we plan a spontaneous another one of these or one in advance or something. We'll figure something out. <laughs> Sounds good. Take care, sweetie. You too. Thanks for listening, everybody. 
Bye. Thanks for listening to Into the Blender. You can find information, comment on episodes, and subscribe to the podcast at intotheblender.com. You can send us email to intotheblender at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 657-464-4820. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 license. You're free to make copies and share this podcast to your heart's content, just not modify or make money from it. Theme music is provided by Sharif, found on podsafeaudio.com. For more information about the artist, head to sharifmusic.com. That's S-H-A-R-I-F music.com.